Hi, how Hello. are you? Pretty good, pretty good, how are you? Good, it's really nice today, so. How's the weather out there? The storms are gnarly, like tornadoes and stuff, so. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, no, I was wondering, where are you at lately? I'm in San Diego. Yeah, I know that, but are you playing and stuff still? I didn't, I didn't get to play this year. I, I, I had like a lot of like, so I fractured my foot. So like, uh, I had to retro, I had, I had to retro this year, and then like it was just, uh, it was kind of a ruckus of the year to be honest. And kind of, I had, yeah, I had, no injuries are injuries are more detrimental than people wanna like think they just think like oh you're hurt you'll get back out there but it's like also not fun either yeah this like the first yeah. I've ever had like I never really like like really got hurt to where like I didn't I missed playing basketball you know oh really yeah I never like last year I like fractured my foot but like I also fractured my foot last season to start the year but it wasn't so serious I played on it so I was like whatever oh but yeah I had I had that injury in high school Mm -hmm. where I had my arm in a sling. I remember freshman year um, because I was talking to somebody and I, it wasn't Joey. So then it was definitely freshman year. But um, then after that, I just like, I always had like little tiny stuff and mm -hmm. Joey and my dad were always, they had a bet that I wouldn't, that I would have had to red shirt because I was always, injured like, somehow but I also think it's because huh no was it just like something like just always having nagging injuries or something I like I had like wrist like like wrist injuries I broke my wrist twice I've like always had my throwing shoulder was always shaky like mm -hmm. I almost tore my labrum um or my was it my rotator cuff I don't know at this point it's like indifferent to me but um when I was 13 they were like yeah you're about to tear it because you're uh, because of overuse mm -hmm. and I was only 13 but it kind of always was like nagging and I always had to take care of it but then when I had the left one when oh. I played for Monarch High that was probably the worst one out of all of them but I I never had to have surgery so great gracious no. for that but Surgeries in college, the only one college, the only one I had was um my wrist, but I played with it. You didn't miss time, I guess. Yeah, no, because it was my like glove hand uh -huh. and it only hurt to do this. But uh -huh. I, I was like, guys, I swear, like it hurts really bad. And they were like, okay, great, like I'm sorry, like, do you want to tape it? And I was like, okay, I'll tape yeah. it. Like, that's totally fine. I want to play. But I was like, can we at least know what's happening? If it's not broken, great. But it, but I know it's more than what you guys what are saying. I, like, it's not just like, oh, it hurt. Yeah. And turns out I had a torn tendon in my wrist. And they were like, oh, you were serious. Like, Ugh. yeah, because I was totally joking. I was just joshing you. <laughs> so, yeah, but <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. So it's how it yeah. is up there. Yeah, I feel like unless you have an ACL tear mm -hmm. or like like unless you're it's like a detrimental issue, like mm -hmm. mid-game, whatever, 
or like you've had this issue before, so you know, I feel like it's always kind of, okay, this like heat and stem, or you want to cup it, or you want to dry needle it, and it's like, sure, we don't, like, I don't know. I mean, I did to an extent, mm -hmm. but that's because I grew up training, and we'd go to, what was it called, Alpha Project, like, they taught me like body awareness and stuff and like how to take care of yourself, but other girls didn't know that. So yeah, that's a whole topic on its own. I think I posted about that, about a trainer was talking about training youth, like they're professional athletes, mm -hmm. like with lifting and practice and I seen that. meals. I did, I, did see and, that. Like, I did see that. And I talk about that all the time, like let them be kids, but I don't know if it'll change as long as like people keep making money off of it yeah i think so. it, it's all just like uh because like if you if i feel like as a just like a trainer or like anything if you're training like at a high school level or like let's say you're in middle school i feel like a lot of the kids are just drawn to like pro workouts or like they want it's like it's it's more enticing to see somebody train like a pro and then it's just like after that it's just a money grab i feel it's yeah. It's well, I saw. Yeah, we went to a gym, um, that does strongman, CrossFit, powerlifting. You know, like a bunch of different sports, as you would call it. Mm -hmm. Um, bodybuilding, and then they had a sports-specific thing. So we saw like younger athletes in there during personal training sessions, and there was like a seven-year-old doing like ladder drills, and I was like, they need to go home, go home like play cards or something i don't know i, I don't know what i did i feel like that's how you get burnt out after a while like yeah yeah i was when i was seven i was i know it's different for basketball but like i would have a tennis ball against a brick wall and like throw it to myself or mm -hmm. like i think because i was a chubby kid i was like i want to be skinnier so i did um I did like T25, the like my mom had CDs and so I would just play those workout. But like I wasn't going to Olympic weightlifting and stuff at that age. And my dad was not my dad wasn't wanting to push me that hard until I was probably 14. Yeah, because we started dating at 15. So he waited until I was like grown, mature, like okay, like softball, you're gonna be really serious. Cause I mm -hmm. I think I had was starting to get looked at at 14, which is crazy way too early. But I think you remember that. I was like, I committed to Louisville. And you were like, what? If I, you were if, like, the? Was, <laughs> yeah. was, did you come into, like, was it like, you came into high school and I remember like, it was Louisville and I was like, like already? Like, you yeah, like, everyone was like, yeah okay whatever like you're literally 12 not literally but it was like we were all like babies and then everyone it's like Jenna Servi commits to Louisville for yeah, softball at 14 and then it was like John Devine was posting it yeah, and stuff yeah. which like kudos to me but my dad I don't think and I could even ask him but I think I would know the answer he was not wanting to push me that hard uh -huh. until he knew okay like one, she could really make it and like get a scholarship or two, she really enjoyed it. Like my dad was, I asked him this the other day too, because 
it it's everywhere it's like if did you know i was good enough to play and did you ever have a doubt like maybe she didn't want to do this mm-hmm. and he was like no i was always paying attention like did you you know like did you still care like did you still care if you did well or struck out or you know did yeah. poorly but he was also like okay because both my parents played my mom played in college but my dad played my dad played in high school mm-hmm. and he was like I was always kind of paying attention like okay do you have the intangibles like are you coordinated mm-hmm. are you like do you have hand eye coordination stuff like that so he mm-hmm. was like I knew you were capable but I also wasn't going to make you do something you didn't want to do so and I think that's rare I really think that is rare when so, did when did you feel both. like when did you feel like at what age did you feel like okay I actually enjoy this to like the point where maybe your dad didn't know exactly but like you cared about it a lot more than like he might he might have known or anybody else might have known yeah I think when I was really young and it's probably the same with basketball it's like fun rec ball like and like you kind of stood out a little bit more like you mm-hmm. just shut people down and it was just like fun yeah. at that point but I think when I realized that I cared a lot like I just all I wanted to do was win was mm-hmm. I played for a like startup travel ball team and I was nine and I was playing with 13 and 14 year olds mm-hmm. and I was competing that's when I was kind of like okay I can do this like this is I can do this because I I mean I think about 14 I committed when I was that age yeah but when I was nine nine years old I was in third fourth grade like I was a little kid and looking back I'm like why did I do that but I also like competed so it wasn't like out of the it was it wasn't like crazy because I was doing well exactly but I think the, I don't know. I talk, I talk about this with my dad a lot because now that I'm older and out of the sport and I'm watching, I'm like, okay. And also Joey and I are getting married. Mm-hmm. So then. Congrats I on mean, that. Birthday. Thank you. But it's like, okay, we're moving to this next step. Like, how do we, This we're not jumping the gun, but like, okay, what in the future how do you navigate like as parents mm-hmm. and he's like just you know pay attention like that's really because my dad was always asking me to mm-hmm. but I don't know I don't know it's it's uh yeah I think when I realized that it, you know that TikTok sound it's like you know what it really is or you know what it really isn't that's serious yeah. Like it's really not that serious uh-huh. was when I was going down to Southern California every weekend. Do you remember that? Yeah. That like, I will go to my grave and say that I am so grateful for Marty, the coach. Mm-hmm. I loved them. Like I love everybody, but it was so hard. Like, on my body because we'd go play like six games mm-hmm. practice for like a total of 12 hours in the weekend mm-hmm. and then I'd go and sit in the car for eight 
And I like my body, like that was my like cool down was like going in the car and just sitting there. And it was like, I, I cried so much with Joey. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is just so hard. Like mentally. Cause the Tysons are like, they're just pushing you to be your best all the time. Like uh-huh. as a human and a like, but that was when I think I realized, like, I don't know if I would have, I don't know. I, I would have done it because it made me so much of a better player, like skill-wise, mm-hmm. human-wise. But my God, it was like, it was exhausting. And I think when I came here, I felt it because I was like, I think I was um, depleted by the time I got here. Or like you felt like when you got to like to Louisville, you were like kind of burnt out a little bit. A little bit, and I was tired. Like I was like, oh my god. Like and then I have to go and do college, and then I have to get up early, and I just got done traveling, and you know, like and 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 and. There's no break in between. So I like I never I've never stopped this whole time. Like yeah. COVID was like, oh my god, I got a break. That's COVID literally what it felt like. Yeah, COVID was like, and I remember this like it was yesterday, and Joey's probably going to laugh at me, but he's like, he went to work. So this is before he was a fireman. So he mm-hmm. went to work from 4 a.m. to 1.30. And I was sitting at home during COVID. Mm-hmm. I had not changed out of my PJs. And he came home from work mm-hmm. to me bawling like I was like (gasps) and he goes uh hi and I was (laughs) like I don't know what my life is without softball yeah and he was like okay (laughs) like and at that moment I will never forget that because I I think it was it was my freshman year or our freshman year Mm. and I remember being like oh my god this is what they talk about when they say like when you are done and you don't know what life is without it. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, I have to find something else. I don't care if it's nail painting or running or walking or like what I don't, I didn't even care, but I was like, I have to find something else. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like crying every day that like my sport was over, even though it wasn't, uh-huh. but I just was like, I was literally depressed and I've been depressed before, but not in that way. Like in high school, I struggled a lot, but not about softball. Softball was like one thing I could always, it was like stable. Everything else was like, and then softball was like, okay, I could always rely on it being steady. Mm -hmm. But then COVID hit and I was like, what am I doing with my life? And since then, and I think this goes, this ties into like, post-college athletics mm-hmm. is like I always tell my my teammates still text me and they're like Jen how did you do it how did you like succeed when you were done how did you how are you okay with stopping mm-hmm. and I always like start now like literally I was taking it sounds silly but it's it worked I was trying so many different things like we went to the local like nature trail Mm -hmm. and I'd go hiking or um I'd take the dogs I have a dog we have two dogs but I'd take the dog on a walk or Mm -hmm. I went to the the rec center like they had classes I'd go and take like 
biking class or like Pilates class. And I could like, then I tried like bodybuilding and I hated that, but it was like, I could slowly start to like weed out what I didn't like to do and what I liked to do compared to, I only do softball. I only go home. I only do school. I eat for softball. I train for softball. And for me, it was like, I just want to train or like go to a Pilates class just so I can enjoy it. Yeah. And that's what I always tell. I'm like, start with looking at your career stuff. Like they always say like, start early, but I mean, and they tell you that, but then they're like, yeah, start early, like start doing this and this, but then they won't help you do it. Yeah. You're on your own. Literally. They're like, Oh, we have all these centers and these advisors. No, no, they don't like they do, but they're not going to help you. So I just like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I just started going on LinkedIn a little bit more. Um, looking at jobs like okay that way I know like it really is on your own like yeah. LinkedIn you go on jobs or or whatever it's daunting it's like so much so, like, I, so like, much stuff on there there's so much but then there's also like so little where you're like oh my god I'm not gonna make a lot but then at least you know you're not blindsided you're out of softball or ba- basketball and then you're like wait what what is this like so like I just I tell them all the time I'm like you got to start now just pretend like you don't play when you do have your free time pretend like you don't play for a second because it's, then you're you know what that feels like you know okay like I'm not doing this just for my sport I think that's it's just I can go in a rabbit hole down that but it's it's hard it's like it's really hard because everyone keeps asking me when I'm we just left. Well, I guess they weren't playing because they were running behind, but we went and watched their game last night, L's softball game. Mm-hmm. And my mom, do you miss it? She keeps asking me, do you miss it? So my mom, my mom played, so she knows how it feels. And so she's like making sure I'm okay or like not crying because I miss it. And I'm like, no, I, I don't because I'm good. I have mm-hmm. like other things. I, I feel I like-, like to eat. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like like playing a sport. Like I thought about this for a while. I'll turn it into a question. Do you ever feel like playing softball and like devoting so much to it? Yeah. Now that you're done playing, do you ever feel like it might have robbed you of some memories or like experiences that you might have wished you you could go back and have? So uh, this is so funny because I was literally just talking to my dad about this two weeks ago uh-huh. because Joey had a completely opposite experience because Joey played baseball and Joey was really good mm-hmm. Joey probably could have played in college but he was like nah I'm good um and but he went snowboarding he went to Hawaii he went wake what is it wake surfing or what water surfing or I don't even know <laughs> but like it's that's like my point is I wasn't allowed to snowboard or ski because my parents were like you can't get injured. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to, I've never, still have never done this. I've never been to a trampoline park because they didn't want me to get injured with my knees. Mm-hmm. Um, I never went on vacations because I was gone. Yeah. Um, I never did any of that. Like, I didn't even know, what is it? Water, is it water surfing? Wake surfing? Wake surfing? Like, 
so, but my dad was like, yeah, but you were also really talented. And like, could you have gotten that opportunity at committing at 14 years old? If you were in Hawaii, you yeah. like, like Joey didn't go to a national, like a, for us, it's PGF nationals where like all the freaking college coaches are there and you were like literally on the biggest stage ever. Mm -hmm. So like if Joey's family plan a trip in Hawaii, like Joey gets a great experience in Hawaii, but then I also get, but then I get college coaches watching me. So it's like, and I always, my dad and I were literally debating this the other day. I, he was like, yeah, but do you regret it? And I said, no, because I got opportunities. I yeah. had a scholarship. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, Joey and I were talking about this. Like what is Joey's like, yeah, but I feel like people should be kids. And I'm like, well, if they're really good and they get a scholarship. It's like, uh, does it, maybe, maybe not. But it's like, And it's really hard. And I think that's where, when I was saying my dad was like, yeah, but I knew you were really good. Mm -hmm. I knew you could compete. You were competing and hitting against girls committed to like Oklahoma. Yeah. And I think that's where my dad was like, okay, cool. We like, she can go to Hawaii when she's like done. Like when yeah, she makes, and I think that's, it's hard for me now because we went to Cabo. Mm -hmm. We got engaged. Oh, wow. And the day after we went to Cabo for a week mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to like relax. I had never been on a vacation like that because all of my trips were for softball. Mm. Like they were like, oh, you get to go to Colorado, but you play yeah. for like most of the day. And so I walk in and they're like handing me margaritas and I'm like, oh my God. And Joey's like, woo. Like he already yes. knew how it rolls and like <laughs> he already knew how it went. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Like I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to act. Like I was mm -hmm. used to Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy you say that. It's crazy you say that because like, I think now, at least for me now, like it's like that, but it's on like steroids. Like I, like I swear me and my friends, we just booked the trip. They wanted to go to Pismo for like a couple of days. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, uh, they texted and they're like, okay, we're going to get a hotel. And I was already like, all right, well, I'm going home already, like, but I was like, all right, I'll go for a weekend. The first thing I said was like, bro, make sure there's a gym in the in the hotel because I'm not going if there's no gym there. Like, I yeah. I get anxiety if I don't work out, like. Yeah. It's like, I, it's not healthy, but like, it's kind yeah. of easy. No, that's like, it's something that's really hard because um, I, now that like, and I don't have, I keep saying this to people that, because I've talked to like weight coaches, personal trainers and stuff, none of them done. Cause it's like, you don't have a strength coach giving you a program all the time anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't need to be this like bulky third baseman. Cause U of L like bulked me up and granted mm -hmm. we were eating a lot. You have like five meals a day. Oh, and so it's not, it's not just like, I'm not blaming them at all, but like we didn't run. We didn't like do anything. We were just lifting. So mm -hmm. I got beefy, mm -hmm. beefy. And I was like, I, I'm like five, two. I don't need to do that. And mm -hmm. I also don't need to work out and like be on the verge of throwing up. Like That's it's crazy. not, and like, I don't need to do that anymore. I don't want to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like doing a, this girl on YouTube does like free 
workouts at home and I can wear whatever I want. And like, it's so refreshing that I can just do it. But I also don't have someone like, get it up, let's go, you know, and I can just, if I want to stop, I can stop. And Joey's complete opposite because he's like, I want to train like a Navy SEAL and push myself to the brink. I like that. I like that. Test my limits. And I'm like, yeah, I did that for a really long time. That burns you out. It burns you out. Yeah. And I, we went, so I started running distance running a little bit. So I'm Mm -hmm. like easing into it. You can't just like go and run 10 miles, but he can do that. Like Joey's, Joey will just run three miles in like 15 minutes and then be like, Oh, that was great. So we went, we went on a run and he was running backwards. Like Jen, let's go push yourself, push yourself. And I'm like, afterwards I was like, Hey, like we are not doing that. And I was like, you can't, I've been pushed so long. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh Like I'm, I'm burnt out over like the like spit, like, you know, when you're like you're conditioned or whatever. And you're like, just feral, like ugly, ugly breathing and like throwing up and like your legs are giving out and you're like diving across the line. I'm good. Like I'm good off that. I am so done. I I just want to like not. I feel like when you crap that into like, like, it's so tough because I feel like when you ease a kid into a sport, like they get to nerd, like they get to develop a love for it. And like, after a while, I feel like you don't have to push them. Like they'll kind of enjoy it on their own and they'll love it so much that they're, they'll want to succeed in it regardless. But I also feel like, I think I noticed that like, like, like for in our grade for Monterey, like our class, like if you notice, like a lot of the, I personally feel like a lot of the kids, my, even my own teammates, like, I think they just got burnt out. Like, like it's, I'm sure they love it still, but it's like, they don't get like, when do like, they're probably asking themselves, when do we live? Like, when do we get to live? Like, this isn't like life. Like imagine you play basketball and then you go and work a nine, like you work a career job after and like, you're like, I'm not living. When you bring up that, that's a tough subject for me because um, a lot of people growing up thought I was like, my dad and I were nuts. Mm-hmm. I like, I probably, I mean, maybe they didn't, but like a lot of people would tell my dad, like, you're going down to Southern California. Like, you know, aren't you pushing her too hard or, you know, stuff like there's that. And then there's like, um, if I didn't play for like a local Monterey team, mm-hmm. that was kind of like frowned upon. And, but at the same time, I was excelling measures. Like, like I was going out of, I traveled, my first team was like in Gilroy Uh and and my first like legit travel team. Well, I guess it was like Salinas and then Gilroy. And then I went from Gilroy to Southern California. Mm -hmm. But when I started playing in Gilroy, they're like, why wouldn't you play for like the Carmel team? I'm like, cause I'm getting pushed over here. Like, and they're going to the national tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, and then all of a sudden I got recruited and they're like, what? It's like, it's like, 
pick, like pick your battle. Like, are you mad that I'm not playing with you? Or are you mad that I'm committed? Are you mad that, are you just mad at the world? So okay. I think like, but I think when you talk about burnout, this is, this is, this might be like controversial, but like, are you burnt out or, um, I know what you're about to say. I think I know what you're about to say, but say it. I don't want to guess it correctly. Because I guess what I'm saying is, how are you burnt out when you haven't pushed yourself? Yeah. Because you're not doing the traveling. You're playing for a local team. You are not playing in excruciating tournaments. You're not practicing like, like the top are. Yeah. And I think, well, but then it, but then you start to like collide with like, okay, youth training like professionals but when you're in high school you better bust your butt because that's your prime time to get recruited yeah and i think that's where joey was and joey i was like hey joe like if you want to play in college these are what these kids are doing and joey was like uh i'm good like and that and i was like that's fine but i just like want to no one's telling you that though everyone just thinks oh like and for basketball, it might be different, but it's like, oh, if you have a blah, blah, blah arm speed or pitching speed, you're going to get recruited. Yeah. If you're 6'4", 250, like, yeah. yeah, of course, like, because you're a freak of nature. But when you're me, who is 5'2", and like, whatever, you like, work harder, like, work harder than the people that are freaks of nature. Yeah. Because it's like, you got you to give yourself and, a chance. And I think that's where I get like a little bit, I don't want to say irritated because that's really strong, but I think that's where I get kind of like eye rolling with the peninsula because it's like, and I think it's starting now because I've seen like Notre Dame girls and Mo Man is like training them like really, really well. And I know a lot of people have committed lately. So I'm like, okay, like. It's changing. Keep, going. keep it going. But before it was like, like uh, one, uh, you know, one every five years where like people would go D1. It was like the Aldretti's and then it was like me. And then I don't remember who else, but it was like, it was almost like a rarity. And it's like, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. But it's like, stop. like they were be- like, I don't know. I've almost felt like it was like being held down. Like you have to stay in the, in Monterey. Like, don't travel anywhere else or, you know, whatever. It's like, there's so much more out there, especially like in the bigger cities. Like these people have, especially in Southern California, they're like training facilities are like three times the size. Their hitting facilities are three times the size. I'm sure basketball stadiums are or, um, like the courts that you play tournaments at. Are they not they're huge, much yeah. and much bigger? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because they're taking it so much more seriously. Yeah. And that's that's a good point. It's a good point you mentioned that because I I think Monterey as like a whole, it's and I and I I, I think about this just like I extrapolate it out beyond sports. I think people like I could graduate and I probably would never go back to Monterey because I feel like it's you know, people always, people are always like, oh, like, oh, this is such a weird, it's like a fake city. Like, oh, I hate it here. It's not that. Like, honestly, I love Monterey. Like, it's a beautiful place, but it's it's not really a place yeah. for, it's not a place that nurtures growth. It's like, it's like a retirement home. Right? Like, you're settled down. You go to Monterey, settle down. Like, you don't go there yeah. to build Well, something. 
Oh my gosh, this is so funny because we're completely across the country. People thought we were nuts. Like, I remember someone called Joey stupid. Like, they were like, you're stupid for thinking that that's like a good idea. And Joey just didn't listen to it. But it's like, I, um, this isn't just sports either, though. But like, Monterey is also not the only place that this happens. Yeah, it's a lot of places. Like, I think that's also something because I don't want to be like Monterey sucks, Monterey sucks, but it, it it doesn't. It's beautiful. And like God, everyone wants to go there. But it's not just Monterey. Like little it's like small cities, tight knit mm -hmm. communities, whatever. People feel like they can't get out. That's always the thing, like, oh, like you're always in a bubble. But like I don't know. It's always like the comfort zone. It's like that bubble isn't like no one's holding you back from like leaving or, or going. I don't know. Like no one's holding you back, but that's your comfort zone. Yeah. Like it's your natural inclination. You're comfortable there. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, and the other thing, but the other thing to remember, I feel like, and people always ask us, are you going back to California? And we're like, no, like even if we moved from here when Joey retires, cause we can't, really leave with the fire department but mm -hmm. um even if we were to leave louisville we wouldn't go back to california because like it's so expensive to live there it's and yeah and so it's like i don't blame people for going back home because how could how do you live on your own unless you're making a lot out of college so i don't blame them but it's like in terms of sports you're not getting burnt out. I'm sorry. If you're getting burnt out with just training a little bit harder or practicing a little bit more or playing for a travel ball team that has an extra game a weekend, you just like aren't willing to be pushed. I think that leads me to another question then. So like you're making a good point and then I, I have to ask this then. Because I personally think a lot of it's just mental. Like, I think you just, I think as I've gotten older, I th like now at this point, I feel like there's nothing really like in all reality, there's nothing you can't really do. Like if you really want to do something, I think at the end of the day, you'll, if you really want it, you'll go to extreme measures to get it done regardless. And so I think how much of it do you feel like is meant a, a mental game as opposed to just situation? You know, like, I, like how much of it is, them not being mentally like the mental fortitude to keep going and how much of it is just like um I know for softball and I I also like I saw a lot of commonalities between basketball and softball like with traveling and club sports and stuff mm -hmm. but my dad and I told him I we like my dad and I talk about this quite a quite a bit now that I'm older and out of it but my dad said a lot of times people like parents and coaches would be like, Oh, like you got to be doing this. And there's always that one person in Monterey. There's always that one person that like feels like they can give everyone advice. You're going to make it here. You're going to make it big. If you do this and like, okay. But also like, Oh my God. It's like, um, my dad said he was like so many times they were like, oh, Jenna shouldn't do this. Jenna shouldn't be a slapper because she's too small. Mm -hmm. And 
my dad just never listened. Oh, you should stay around here and play for the this team. My dad was like, no, I don't think so. And so like, but I, but I, so I think a lot of that, I, and I, I'm speaking on Joey's behalf as like ba- the baseball side and the softball side, mm-hmm. but it's like in Monterey, that's, it's a big community. Like the, the baseball softball community is a really big one. Mm-hmm. And, but they tell people like, oh, we're going to get you committed. We're going to get you committed. You're going to get a scholarship. But then they, then they do, but then they don't last. And why, like, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I, I think I know what you're talking they about. People get there and then they're like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's or like, like, oh, I'm not playing. It's like your, it's like a retention. Like it's, it's cool to get there, but like, what do you, what do you accomplish when you get there? They get there and then they're like, oh, cool. Like I went, I'm a D1, whatever, whatever. I go to this place and then they don't play coaches mean or I'm never going to get a shot, but like, okay, this is, here we go. So then why do you, why are you having such a hard time with that? And what I was taught in travel ball by the team in um, Southern California, because I always played like growing up, I like rarely sat the bench mm-hmm. and I know that sounds, that sounds so arrogant, but I, I'm just true. the truth. Yeah. Like it probably hurt me because then when I went to the team down South, I didn't play as much like, and he would go down the line and it sounds harsh, but it makes sense. He'd go, were you two for two? Which means did you get two hits out of two at bats? Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, are you two for two? No. Are you two for two? No. Okay. Are you two for two? Yes. All right. Go hit. Like he'd make the lineup based off of if you hit or not. Yeah. Which like, it's harsh, but then I got to college and I was like, well, yeah, I'm not playing because I didn't get a hit. Yeah. But it's like in Monterey, like, were you pushed to that point? Did you play for a travel ball team where you didn't play because you didn't hit? Or are there 11 players that have played since you were nine years old? Yeah. So all our best friends and you've all played the same position growing up. You've never been told that you have to play a different position. You've never been told that you're not playing because you're not good enough. Those things, yeah. Then, I think it's a good then point. you said, okay, wow, like I finally made it. I'm away from home. I'm out of my comfort zone. I'm not playing. Coach is telling me things I don't want to hear. I'm going to go back home. And then when you ask, like, oh, what happened? Like, you know, why are you back home? Coach didn't like me. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Well, it's crazy you say this because this whole thing, my first year when I went to Fresno, was just like that, like, and, I, and now I'm like my coach. He was me and him were like we're super tight. And I'll just I'll call him sometimes. And he'll just call me and we'll talk. And he just told me he's like, you know, I never recruited guys from Fresno. And I was like, well, oh, why, why did why did you do that? He's like, because you know, like their parents are here. They can if something if they feel bad, they can just go home and then they can just quit. But if I get a guy from Sacramento, he has to drive three hours to Fresno. I can kind of like and it sounds harsh, but I can do whatever. Like I can say whatever I want. And if they get sad, oh, yeah. you're not going to run away. Like, you can't go home. Yeah. Like, we had, well, on Louisville, we had a lot of girls locally, but it's, uh, I always, and they're like, oh, I miss home. And then they drive like an hour and a half. And I'm like, that's not helping you. Mm-mm. 
and I would tell them that. So it's not like I'm saying this now three years later, but it's like, I would tell them that like, Hey, that's not helping you. Like, let's go, let's go to a restaurant because in California, like, or being from California, it was me, um, Taja from California. Mm -hmm. She's from Fresno and, uh, Peyton, who is from Oregon. So we were all kind of like, like we can't go home. So like we're on our own. So there wasn't any of that, but I think, but when you talk about Monterey or really any small town, it's not just Monterey, but we are from there. Yeah. Like that's what happens. So when you ask like, Oh, do you like a lot of people get burnt out? No, no, you're not burnt out. Burn burnout is when you are like literally pushed to your brink. Yeah. You've played so much that like, you cannot take it anymore. It gets like drained, suck the fun out of it. And that's not what's happening. What has sucked the fun out of it is that you're not used to not playing. You're not used to being told what you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. It's just adversity. It's essentially, you're just not used to adversity. Things not going your way. True adversity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. Everyone yeah. just stays in the comfort zone and it's like, that's not pushing you. That's not helping you. Because other kids are doing it. Other kids seem to be pushed. Yeah, I think it's... Um, I just, like, I haven't asked anyone, like, uh, why do you, like, question about being burnt out? And it's, like... I, like, in my head, I start to think after, like, um, like, what's the thought process that goes into, like, okay, like, you're done playing. I, like, and you're a competitor, right? So, I, like, what what do you do now to, like kind of like satisfy that competitive edge you have like do you find or are you just like all right like there's no joey. need i compete no. with joey on everything no um <laughs> um i know what you're saying i think um i compete with like everything that i do it's probably not the healthiest thing but um i think i've translated my goals so instead of like oh I want to win I just want to like like with my workouts and I've I told Joey this I was like I want to do CrossFit because I want to like win Mm -hmm. but then I when I got in the setting I'm like I don't want to do this I'm tired I don't like I don't need to be doing this I think for me it's like okay translate the goal into like from winning to taking care of yourself so mm-hmm. I think that's the competitiveness is going to be with me forever. Yeah. Job, school, life, anything. Yeah. So, so I don't feel like I'm missing out on like a game, but I think it's just translated differently, especially with like physical activity. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just different now. I think that's why when, when people stop, it's like, I, that's why I say like prepare now because mm-hmm. that way it's not such a devastating blow. Um, so I was already thinking about it, you know, before I, before I like, didn't go back. Yeah. It just, it feels like, like, uh, like as a, like just competition, like, I guess a thing that I learned as of late is just like, you can't just pick and choose like where you want to kind of compete. Like, it's not, I, like, I, personally, like, I'm not going to, I play basketball fine. Yeah, I compete there. But it's like, 
stuff. You can't be competitive with someone in one place, but like be an ultra competitive person in one place, one field, and then like just be lazy in another. I don't think it works like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and that's what I think I'm saying is it's not it's not like oh softball was the only place I was competitive at, dude. I was competitive everywhere. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So what? Yeah. So like, what do you say? Like, the like, so your softballs. And in life, like, where do you feel like your next steps would be? Like, what are your, how did you develop? How long did it take you to kind of form these aspirations for life as as a whole now? Because now you don't see softball in there as much. So now what are you like, what are your goals, dreams, things of those uh, nature? I guess, so it's also my teammates, would, when I would give them advice, they'd be like, yeah, but you have Joey. And I'm like, yeah. And that's totally true. And I would, of course, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Because, like, it's what are you true. Yeah. What yeah. Are you and they're like, I want a Joey. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you, like, can't. <laughs> Literally, you can't. But, um, but I get what they're saying. Like, you don't have an outlet. You don't, like, they don't have someone to go home to. Because Joey and I lived together my senior year. Mm-hmm. And so I understand, like, you don't have a significant other to go on a date with or whatever but and I think that's where the also the goals are different so it's like I also can't attest I can't speak on being single out of college because it's just different I I I I want to say I couldn't imagine but like boo-hoo but but like my goal is uh to go to law school like I've always wanted to go to law school but then it's like, okay, Joey and I want to travel. Then, like, we just want to be happy. We want to, like, make money. That's, like, I don't know. But that's different. I, I feel like that's different for people. Because I also, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm getting married right out of college. Not everyone can say that. So, so I don't want to put everyone in, a, in the same, uh, what do you call it? same category as me because it's not and that's not fair for me to say like oh well you should be in a relationship no well i do but i would say like ideally like i don't like you're at louisville so like you're at a like a, a big school like i think the whole and this is kind of dives away from, it delves away from like sports but like i think like the social construct not construct but just social environment there like i think everybody in all reality kind of yearns for like they all want to be, they want to, we all want to have like a significant other. We all want to kind of like get married. And like, obviously there's some people that just don't want to be married and just want to be single and that's fine too. Yeah. Like, but like we all kind of like, everybody wants to be married and kind of like the goal is to like have a family and be wealthy. And right. So it's just like, I guess my next question was going to be like, how was like the social environment in college for you? Like, what did you see? Like, I kind of don't know where this might be headed, but. No, actually, I think you'd be surprised. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. The softball team didn't hang out with every athletic team. Mm-hmm. They like some girls had like their teams that they would hang out with. Um, but and we'd go to parties, but the parties were not like that great. Um, we wouldn't like go with the 
lacrosse team or I don't know I just named a sport but like we yeah. wouldn't go with them we would go like with some teammates um but like I didn't really venture out at all like mm. and I think I regret doing that because I could have and like now that I'm in my MBA I have a classmate that is like probably the coolest person ever like and I just have known her for like six months uh-huh. um, and then one of one of my best friends now I met her in July of last year oh, like wow. but they're not athletes uh-huh. and like I always have my teammates I know I will have them for life but it's just interesting that like okay wow I was out of softball for a month and I made a friend that is probably going to be a lifelong friend you in and she's not in softball so I was like wait a minute I can have friends outside of softball um so it's it's weird not having my teammates like they're they were almost like a default like I always had them and I still could I still could but they're also like they're busy and they've got a whole different schedule than I do um so it's been hard but I also I've had to learn how to like be alone yeah because Joey works 24 hours at a time so for me I'm like okay I gotta learn how to be self-sufficient like Mm -hmm. I gotta learn how to hang out with myself and manage my time on my own and me and like a girlfriend will go and we'll go to a flea market or I don't know something but I wouldn't have done that because I just was playing all the time yeah so I don't know it people are surprised when I say there's like not huge banging athlete parties because they're thinking like Louisville yeah great teams great teams great parties no it's not it's not it's crazy you see like the social the social environment thing is crazy because like and I, I when you said like the softball like like your teammates always kind of being like the default like fall back I would say honestly like for me it's actually might have hurt me like socially because I feel like you get to a certain point where like you're just stuck with athletes 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 and like but there's so many good people that are athletes like yeah like like like, I'll go to class and like I've made an effort like I'm not the best socially like by any stretch like I, I can't I'm not good at making new friends and like I'll even talk to my mom sometimes and I'll be like yo like I'm here like I'm at school and like I just don't make like I don't have any friends at school like and I don't have a problem with it like I just go to school get my work done and go home but I feel like I get jealous sometimes of the people that I see that are good at making friends like they'll meet someone first yeah. time and click, like I go to class and be like how do you have a group of friends in here yeah it's like, like so crazy. I, what I was like how did you guys like how did you become friends I wouldn't ask them that even though eh, I probably knowing me I probably would be like how are you friends but um I'd always look and be like how are y'all friends right now so like what am I doing but my last semester I remember I'd I'd be like hey guys what's up you know or and I I also had to remember I'd be like don't be fake because that also is not it's bet for me, I can't be fake. It just like doesn't work. Yeah. It looks worse if I'm like, hey, it just like can't even I can't even do it. But um like in my MBA class, I've made friends just by being like no filter, like 
don't care, Jenna. And it's been fine. Like, but I have had to like talk more because usually I'm like, whatever, don't want to be here. I swear. But I just make, I make fun of it basically. Like, yeah, I don't want to be here. And they're like, oh my God, me too. Because no one, no one wants to be at class. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh my God, me too. And then I'd go, oh, really? Um, Blah, 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 blah. I'm so tired from that. And then you like, then it started to go. Conversation and like, yeah. And it's it's crazy. Oh my God. a drink sounds so great right now. And then you'd be like, yeah, we should get drinks afterwards. Boom. Just like that. Yeah. It's it, yeah. it's like, it's crazy because like, um, I'm like, I thought it like, I'd be, I'm like, I like to psychoanalyze people. Like it's kind of a bad thing. Yeah. You just sit there and like, like you, you'll just sit and I'll be quiet and I'll just look around the class and I'll just see like people interacting. I'm like, and I asked myself, like, do you guys really enjoy being like around each other? Do you guys even? Like, I'm too analytical. Like, I, Joey's like, dude, how are you reading people? Like, you're reading into people all the time. I'm like, because I, um, I think it's a defense mechanism. Like, I'm preparing for them to like not like me or, um, be fake yeah. or, like, I'm trying to see through them before they hurt me, kind of thing, or yeah. they annoy. Me. I get annoyed really easily. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've always been that way. You laugh because I've always been that way. I'm like, shut up. You're like, why are you so loud? Shut up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and I haven't changed. That's the funny part. Like, I talked um, to Antley here and there. Oh, wow. She's like, she's like, oh my God, you have not changed. I'm like, and why would I? Yeah. That's... Why would I? And she just, but um, I just get annoyed with people. So I'm like, Okay, before I talk to you, are you going to annoy me? That's what I do. And I tried with the M- like the MBA program. I like tried to not do that. And then it bit me in the butt. So I'm like, okay, I was right. All right, keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. So It's like you got to you try to like pick a, you try to have a, like a system that like you feel like works, like pick them the best people every time but like you just know it just doesn't work that way like you're gonna run in some rotten apples or bad apples here and there you know yeah but the other thing is like my my friend that i met last year um she's a great friend like she would literally run through a wall for me and i've mm-hmm. known her for less than a year um and i've had to be forgiving because normally what i do is i the moment you overwhelm me stress me out annoy me whatever i'm like mm-hmm. done like yeah, you're out second chance like done. no i don't need it i don't need it in my life you're done like mm-hmm. this isn't gonna work so what i would do and like if my if any of my friends previous friends are probably listening to this they're gonna be like oh yeah jenna cut me off which like sorry but the same time like it was just when i got like overstimulated or like i couldn't do it anymore don't uh-huh. blow me up don't overanalyze my feelings. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, are you mad right now?" No, it's just my face. People Jesus. used to ask you that a lot, a lot. Yeah, and it still like it still happens. So, but I've told Joey, I'm like, I feel like I have to be more forgiving. I have to not cut people off right away. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, and, yeah." Because he tried to do it to me a lot in the beginning, very, very beginning. Uh. But Joey didn't let me. Joey didn't let me do it. 
but here we are. But it's just, I think that's where socially I'm just, we're learning. Yeah. Like, so you don't have any, you wouldn't say you have any regrets with that. But like the, cause I, I thinking about thinking back on like high school and like, just like, you know, like I, I felt like I burnt a lot of bridges before, like, especially senior year. I was like, I, I burnt a lot of bridges and looking back, I, I kind of regret it. Cause like, you don't know how people feel and like, you know, it's, it's just, it's not a positive feeling. I think at the end of the day, for me, at least. When I became, when I became friends with Brianna and Ansley, they helped me a lot realize like okay they were so we were all so different but we were all friends um but no I don't regret it because um I think just things happen like universe works in its ways yeah um, my friend my best friend of this day Kelly I've known her since I was in we were fourth grade and I tried to do it multiple times and it would always be like, I'm sorry, you're right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or we would talk for years and we'd get back together and like hang out. And it was just like it was. Um, so I think if I were to stay friends with certain people, like, yeah, great. Like if it was, I guess it sounds like romantic, but it's not, but it's like, if it was meant to be like, yeah, it yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah. but, um, I think I, uh, like, my friend Kelly, like, when I tried to push her away or um, when I'd, like, kind of be mean, mm-hmm. I would mean, I would be mean, but it was, like, my defense mechanism. Um, I regret doing that to people because it's not right. And, I like, I don't, this sounds really, this is, like, deep, but it's, like, I didn't want to hurt people because it was just me being, like, messed up yeah like I I I regret doing that because I'm like girl that was not necessary I t- I've told Joey I'm like dude the way I used to be was so unnecessary like why did I need to do that that's crazy. But, but I guess I don't like bridges broke like burning bridges no because like it's fine everyone's fine yeah it, it's good we're all good Everything's fine, but I think I I regret hurting people. Yeah, I think, like, um, I feel like I just there's some things like sure the like the end results and how relationships end like it's fine like at the end of the day like like you said whatever happened if it was meant to be it's meant to be it does that doesn't bother me but like yeah. one thing that always like upsets me or like not upsets me but like I think about a lot is like the things that the relationships that or anything in that case, but like mainly the relationship that didn't end on good terms that I feel like I was a hundred percent at fault. Yeah. Those are like the ones that like I, I sit yeah. back and, and you can't do anything about it anymore. Like, you know, it's just kind of awkward if you go right. back four years later, like, I'm sorry. Like I, like, I apologize. It just, you know, you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Um, I think like, and I just, I was thinking about this and I think it ties back to sports because my mom and dad told me, okay, you're going to like, you're committing mm-hmm. so early. So all high school is, is a check. Like mm-hmm. it's just a box to check. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't remember if I've told you this, but it like high school for me was like, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Like I could care less about high school. Like I, I got good grades and stuff, but like, I didn't care about making friends. I didn't mm-hmm. care about getting a boyfriend. Sorry, but I, it happened, but like, I didn't care about like trying so hard because mm-hmm. I was like, my mom said, put your head down, go to work and go. That was always my thing. Like, I'm going to keep my head down, keep my head down, keep my head down. Yeah. So whenever like I'd make friends, cause obviously like friendships are going to happen. Yeah. That's great. But then once they overwhelmed me or annoyed me or upset me, I didn't have room for it. Yeah. You didn't care like, enough to like, like save it or whatever the case was. It didn't matter. That not much. only that, not only that, but like it was, um, I couldn't take anything on. Like I couldn't take any more stress or energy on. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Cause like mm-hmm. I, I was traveling and I was already overwhelmed with like not getting decommitted. Like that was another thing, like worrying about, was I going to keep my scholarship up until signing? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I didn't have the capacity if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've had to tell people that because now I'm mature enough to like actually communicate. It's crazy. Yeah. Like growth. Yeah. communication but i've had to tell people like i'm at my boiling point boiling point and i can't take any more on so like give me a second and i think that's where i guess i would regret is not saying that i would mm-hmm. just be like i can't do this anymore or i wouldn't say anything at all i'd just be like Bleh. yeah I think that's just, like i think when you look back at it i think it's just all like a part of like just our regular adult we're adolescents and we're still growing and like like you, can, you see now like even adults don't know how to communicate like yeah it's just stupid i look back and we're like i was we were so dumb like so, just, we're just kids we were so stupid like but it all works out i guess you hope it works out at least yeah um yeah moving away has helped a lot because mm-hmm. like you're on your own I, I think that's, that's where like, um, you have, like, I don't want to be like one size fits all, but like, in order to like, in, to grow and mature and stuff, like you gotta get a like you gotta separate a little bit, yeah. see different places. Like when Joey visited here in high school, he was like, oh my god, it's really nice here, yeah. you know. So, but he'd never, he'd been to like Hawaii and Mexico and stuff, which is also beautiful. But I don't think he realized like, okay, the other part of the country is really nice in its own way. Yeah. He doesn't have an ocean, but like, it's beautiful. Yeah. People don't um, leave, people don't leave, like people don't leave home at all. Like they don't try, like vacation is cool, but that's not like a prospective place where you can go and like live. Like people don't really like, think about living outside of wherever they're at, you know? Yeah. Well, Joey went to Joey went with his fire the firemen friends to Asheville, North Carolina. Uh-huh. He was I love North Carolina, and I was like, yeah, because I had been for UNC, NC uh-huh. State. We played there, and I was like, uh-huh. I love North Carolina too. But like, what am I gonna do about it? Like, <laughs> you're like, what are you telling me? And he was like, I love North Carolina, and I was like, great, babe, that's awesome. Like what? Like I'm glad, but I he was like I didn't know. Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. I'm glad 
see the world, Joey. The world is your oyster, King. But I, but I don't think a lot of people experience that when they're in a small town like that. There's like five places people go. They got to go to Miami, Vegas, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, San Diego's. It's kind of like it's. I love it. I love it. It's cool. Kind of like it was a bit overwhelming for sure at first. Like very, very overwhelming. Like, but then like after a while, like. I don't know. I had like an epiphany. I just like woke up and I, one day I was like, I think it was, I, it was after my birthday. I was like, I'm 22. Like I got to get my shit together. Like. I know. Right. I turned 22 in January and I was like, Ugh. it's just, you feel old. Like I feel like I'm so old now. Like I'm close uh-huh. to 25. I'm three years away from 25. Like, that's so crazy. I was turning 23 this year. And I was like, ew, gross. No, it's, it, it just goes by so fast. I was like, bro, I better get my stuff together. Like, I was thinking, I was, the first thought that came to my head was like, if I don't get my stuff together, I'll never get married. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, it just sounds so. <laughs> I was uh, like, but then, yeah, I, I, I stopped. I was like, okay, I, I, I don't really like, I don't go out much anymore. Like, I honestly, like, I, if I told you my schedule, you'd be like, that's not healthy. Like, I don't go out. I don't like, it's literally gym, home, work, gym, homework. Like, that's it. Like, I'll probably go to sleep at seven, wake up at three, go lift, work out, come back home, take a nap. Well, it's not that, like, it's like whatever. I think you're, you're used to it. You're used to it. The schedule, though, is what you make of it. Like, yeah. Joey, Joey kind of struggles with it because his job is so weird. Like, yeah. it's one day on, two days off. Um, So he's just like, when do I lift and where do I, like, yeah. So, but I, so I always tell him, I'm like, it's for, it's not one size fits all. Like you don't have to do a nine to five schedule with a 24 or 48. Like that's, you got to make it like, make it work for you. Yeah. But like right now I'm in my MBA and it's a full time, it's like the full time program. So uh-huh. usually your MBA is two years long. Mine's one year. Uh-huh. It's like very hard. It's uh-huh. very hard. And I have to work during it because, like, um, that's the like you work. Wired. Yeah. So hard, but it's getting a little bit easier now because the classes are kind of getting like marketing and stuff yeah. rather than accounting. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like I work from eight to three or nine to four, and then I go to class at six, from six to nine thirty on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah, my Friday nights go to nine thirty. So you work from nine to four or eight to eight to three, you said? And then you'll go from class from six to nine, thirty? Thirty. Yeah. You couldn't do that. It's it's not for the week. Let's just say that. Yeah, I can I I mean like like on yesterday we had a PDM. They're called professional development modules. Uh And their class I'm like looking at the calendar now. They're once They've been once a month, and they go from nine to four on Saturdays. Saturday. Saturday. So yesterday I had my last one. Mm-hmm. It was, like they've been negotiation, crisis management. It's like helping us when we have a business or whatever. So like yeah. yesterday, yesterday was my favorite though. It was um, business etiquette. So they mm-hmm. taught us how to like eat at a table, like wow. eat like this cut like this do that and how to handshake how to small talk um 
So, but it's, it's tough. But my, my thing is always like rip the bandaid off. I'd rather like go hard and fast quick than like drag it out and just chill. Yeah. If you can get it over with, why not? Right. Well, it's like, I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I graduated undergrad in three years. Then I'm doing my master's in one. And then I want to go to law school after everyone looks at me like I'm psycho, but I'm just like, I don't know any different. You got to find find something to do. Like, I don't know any different. Like, I don't know how to just like chill. Yeah. That's just, that's the sports. That's the athlete idea. I feel like, but that's where the competitive, like, I like, I just want to go at it hard find something to do like yeah like it's always like i think that bodes well for life like i feel like for the certain people that like maybe didn't play a sport or like they don't if you never got to develop like a competitive nature or like not even competitive nature but just like an element of like aspiration because like you know like like i think this is something i talk about a lot like me and my dad talk about a lot but he's like you know like they always tell you like chase your dreams, like do what you love, and I'm like, there's an element to that that's true, but there's also an element to where like sometimes like your dreams aren't beneficial. Right here. Yeah, like yeah. Go like for example, somebody that's in love with like reading books, like fine, you love reading books, but like how are you gonna make money doing that? Like. That's something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just something I've always thought about. Like, you have to like, outside of sports, kind of develop like a, like a plan, drive. I guess. like a drive and a plan. Like you know, like no, no plan B stuff. Like oh, like okay, like it sounds yeah. like you really actually need a plan B. Well, I, I I talk about Joey a lot because it's like so contrasting. He wasn't mm-hmm. a college athlete. But he also made things happen for himself that had nothing to do with sports. Yeah. When I and I we talk about it sometimes like on our anniversaries and sometimes and we'll be like, dude, or I'll say, like, I'm so proud of you. And he'll be like, For what? He knows what I'm like, he knows why. But I and I say, I'm like, Well, you followed me out here. Uh-huh. Saved up during high school, working at the fisherman's wharf. He saved up doing that, selling Pop-Tarts, and then coming out here, having a house, getting a job within a month, and then waited until the fire academy opened. Didn't know anyone on the fire academy, like no family or didn't have like a advantage. Yeah. And ended up at the top of his class because they were like, dude, what do they say? They're like, oh, he's he has a he has dog in him. Like, they, <laughs> and they're like... But like Joey does though, and yeah. I, and now he's like made a name for himself in the fire department, like in a big city, like it's Louisville Metro, it's in Metro City, and it's like when I say it out loud, because obviously I've just been going through it with him. Yeah. When I say it out loud, I think that's, but that's what you're talking about. It's like, okay, Joey's not an athlete. Yeah. But he has the drive. Like he's yeah. got that dog in him. Dog in him. Yeah, but like it's true and. I, I don't think a lot of people, they're like, oh, I don't like it. Like, I'm just, like, soft as cake. Yeah, you gotta... Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? That's the er- adversity. Life passes, Life passes you on that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just is gonna tie back. Overall, it's gonna tie into it. 
completely. So, but think we, uh, we hit all the nails on the head, or I think we I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I think we did. Pretty, I think that was a pretty good conversation, to be honest. Yeah, I'm glad. I know we didn't talk about like being a female, but that is that is like a crusade that I it's not just me talking about it. I think it just It's a long I, conversation, huh? That is a whole a whole thing. It's like whatever. It's not whatever. It's not whatever. I don't want to be it's not whatever. It's not whatever. It's super important. I'm just like that is something that is beyond me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not just up to me to talk about. Yeah, it's true. It's just like a collective thing. Like, yeah, it is. It is a big what to call. It, I think, bro. Like nobody, nobody. Like, I was thinking. I was thinking about it. Nobody really like interviews like female athletes. Like, you never get the female side of the story ever when it comes to sports. Female females interview females. Yeah, but like, like I'm into like I. I just like like listening to like sports podcasts and like. Even the, the like the women that like have their own like platforms, they don't really like interview women that much. Like it's like sure you'll have a woman here and there, but like it's on like a vast, it's all men and it's like all repetitive stories. You hear the same thing, oh my god, rags to riches, you know, I made it from the bottom, like I worked hard. Okay, well like there's more to it than just working hard. Like there's what about the days you were beating the, the wall and you were crying? Like you never share that. Like it's like yeah. I think girls females, females, it's a little bit different because you have so many different components of like, oh, I don't want to get in this rabbit hole, but like you have uh body image. So yeah. like we're like girls are pressured to be like, well, it depends on the freaking year, but it's like, are we trying to be skinny? And then like it does it's like it goes like in waves it's like are you trying to be skinny and then you're trying to be like what is it slim thick and then you're trying to be thick and then now like everyone's skinny again and it's like but then when you're an athlete and you've like boom you're like traps galore you got quads and then you're like but then you want to train for your sport so you're like but what i want to be do i want to be skinny or do i want to be strong for my sport yeah I want to be and you're like it's it is so it's so crazy but when I was a psych student um because I minored in psych but I did a research paper on eating disorders in female athletes mm -hmm. and it's very high the numbers are super high um but that's why I feel like because be high. like I feel like they're high just Based on uh, sports aside, I feel like they're just high as is, just because body yeah. image. Like yeah, a, but you think? I think sometimes. I, I I would think, they're like, oh, you're an athlete, you got to eat, but mm -hmm. then they're like, but then no, like, you have they ha they should health health wise they should yeah. be eating because they're yeah. training a lot, but people aren't because they're like, oh, I want to be skinny, and like I want to look good on the weekends. But then they've got you in the weight room drinking mass gainer protein shakes and squatting 250. It's like, okay, well. Which one do I happen. go with? It's like, which one do not I go with? Like, you're taking mass gainer. So, 
yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's such a complex topic that I don't know if I'm even qualified to talk about. Now we're gonna have to have that conversation soon. We have to talk about that and just at least your side of it, your perspective, because I feel like it'd be very interesting to hear like an athlete, like a successful athlete at that, talk about that and just the daily struggles that that went that that brought forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go to. I'll I'll message you my therapy bill on that one. <laughs> no, um, yeah, for sure. Well, have to dive right into that. Dive into that one. Well, well t- <laughs> tell, tell Joey I said, uh, congrats on everything, man, and you guys are getting married. So like, that's crazy. I'm so happy for you guys. Thanks. So no. Are you scared? For what? Married. No. My parents are divorced, but no. I My thing is, like, don't let it change us. Dynamic too much. Yeah. Um. Still not sure. Not sure. Not sure. Not sure about changing my name. Because my last name is, like, I really have a lot of pride in my last name. Like, yeah. everyone calls me by my last name. People remember me by it. So, like, side eye. <laughs> I might like, be like, if, that's uh, good, if that's the biggest hurdle, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, yeah. It doesn't, the wedding stuff is, but. Yeah. God, if that's my biggest issue, then, like, we're good. Yeah, you guys are in good hands. Yeah, and, like, also we've gone through a lot we, we spelled it out yesterday because we were like yeah I mean we've gone through moving together moving in long distance during like travel ball summers and stuff mm-hmm. and I was like dude we're it's fine it's fine we're good but um yeah it's just it's weird that we're like Joey's gonna be 23 this year and we're like high school was um five years ago yeah five years ago like we graduated five years ago in um june yeah and that's so weird but living the dream they're living the dream i, I yeah yeah I, we always like spoke about it like mm. we'll go to we're gonna go to louisville we're gonna move there on the play and then we're gonna stay there and we're gonna live together and like own a house and everyone was like wow that's a lot we're like yeah and but then it happened so we're pretty proud yeah and i adopted a dog so two dogs huh yeah we took like joey had his dog in monterey Mm -hmm. but then i adopted one during covid and he's just cool he's like my personality in a dog he's not not like a monster no he's a mon. it's like i've raised a monster He's like a diva. So Goodness gracious. Yeah. But um, I will tell Joey that you say hi and thank you for having me on here. Of course. I was honored when you asked. I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. Uh, you're the first person that came on. I was like, I got to get Jen on here. Like, she has so much, <laughs> she has so much inside. So I also have a lot of tea. So I was really worried. I was, I don't want to say worried, but I was a little bit like, oh, do I have to spill all of the tea? over the podcast but maybe when we talk about female sports i could go back into my experience <laughs> oh my god 
So thank you yeah. so much for giving me your time. And um, we're gonna we're, we'll, when you come, we'll, we'll meet up soon. We're gonna we're gonna definitely have to meet up soon. We're coming back actually in July. So why? Yeah, like beginning of June, end of July, like that week. So oh, yeah. we'll have to meet up there for sure. Yeah, we will. So well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You have a good one, Jenna. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.